two hosts. Tell me the most interesting thing on your mind right now. Sorry, I, 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 I was working on something. What was that? Two guests. You know, you guys really suck. Why is the floor wet? One inept producer. Wikipedia! Wiki, wiki, Wikipedia! Four intriguing topics. They talk. You listen. Disappointment follows. Welcome to That Was Disappointing. Remember to tip your veal and try the waitress. Bill coming, everybody. Uh, this is your host with the most, Joe Lex, and I am here as always with Arthur Hall. As we uh, don't, don't, how dare you, you, how dare you use my full name, Dick? <laughs> Not because I'm afraid of somebody finding me, but now you just took away all my street cred. Oh, oh well, if you say it that way, then that's fine. That's to be regal, street walker cred. <laughs> that right there is our friend Ken, uh, who is joining us. Uh, I would say once again, but I believe his prior a- episode was lost to time, unfortunately. So, hi, Ken. It's nice don't, to. Don't worry, I'm sure I'll find it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, Ken, is there anything you would like to tell the public out there? Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, All right, that's enough time for that. that. <laughs> and, and Devin, we are joined uh, by our friend Devin for the first time. Good evening, Devin. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing pretty great. Thanks for having me. Wow, Devin is apparently calling us from the, the middle of the desert somewhere where the cell reception is pristine. Right, Devin? <laughs> that was a payphone. Oh, he's calling us from, that's right, it is a payphone, sorry. He's no, calling from he's, the last payphone up in Spokane. He's one of the people... He's one of the people trying to invade Area 51. Ooh. <laughs> Remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a hot topic. Yeah. I'm sorry that that didn't actually come to fruition. Dave, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. The producer of the, with the least. <laughs> well played. Well, I, well played. I, think, I think before we get started this evening, as always, we have to tell everybody what we're drinking. I have a, uh, a very large bottle of Budweiser here. Because, you know, me, I'm always doing um, odd things or going big or whatever it may be. Uh, Art, what do you have? Right now, I'm starting with a mix of Bud, what is it, the Bud Light Seltzer with some vodka. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll be moving from this on to uh, 805 or Golden Road, depends on how I feel. I would say beer before liquor, never been sicker, but I don't know how that works with, uh, with vodka and beer. <laughs> mixed together so i'm just gonna well leave te- it be. technically it's not even a beer it's just made by a beer company but it uses the cane alcohols just like all the other seltzers but it's so funny you should mention that because one of my topics that got nixed this week was going to be about aphorisms that don't really mean anything and for <laughs> me that's one of them because never in my life has that actually been true it didn't matter which way i fucking drank the alcohol i would either keep be sick or i wouldn't be sick it never mattered the order so anyway <laughs> Neither here nor there. Uh, Ken, what are you drinking? Oh, I've got a big bottle of uh, Evan Williams tonight. <laughs> Doug, <laughs> You're Doug, Doug. <laughs> yeah, full of Dave, Johnny, and Chug. Got on sale for $22. Ooh, nice. <laughs> what a deal. Uh, you, Devin, what are you drinking? I've got uh, Bell's Two-Hearted Ale IPA. Ooh, I've got ooh. a 12-pack of that. 
They're delicious. I love them. Go to IPA. Awesome. Nice. Nice. I love a good IPA. Mm-hmm. And and you, David. Last of the summer shandies. Uh, I do nice. want to some lining kugel. Hello, fall. Well, we are already running behind here, so I think we should get on with our first topic. Art, what do you have for us this evening? All right, gentlemen. It is Hot Take Tuesday. For those of you who don't know, we record on Tuesdays. So it's Hot Take Tuesday. I want us each to talk about something that is their own hot take. What is it that you don't like or have a strong opinion about that everybody else seems to like? For me... You help awaken the beast inside me, Joe. Me? I don't like sports. Could not care less about sports. I don't get the fucking point. I don't get it. People obsess about sports so much to such a degree, it's incomprehensible to me that they create this this weird non-existent bond with a bunch of men or women, depending on the sport, that they've never met. More often than times, never even seen other than on TV yet they have this inexorable connection where their behavior and their actions weekly seem to dictate their mood, their temperament, their, their daily lives. And I just don't understand why anybody would surrender such power to them. I just don't get it. Now, it's not now, that interesting. Now, wait a minute. Back in school, didn't you play golf? That is not a sport. That's a recreation. Yes, Bullshit. Yes, it Bullshit. It is not a sport. <laughs> that is a way to waste fucking time. <laughs> Because if that's a sport, then there's certain people in certain positions of power that are fucking prestige athletes for how much they play golf. So, no. Golf is not a fucking sport. That's a nice slide there. Yeah. I'm just saying that golf, it does require some skill. But guess what? So does any, you know, any activity requires some degree of skill. But it's not a sport, in my opinion. It's just a way to fucking pass time, drink in public, and smoke cigars in the open air. You should like that, Joe. (laughs) <laughs> all right who else has a uh has a hot take for us uh ken devin anything yet kevin or uh ken rather i'm sorry kevin who's kevin uh, i don't know what the hell i'm talking about <laughs> who the fuck is kevin <laughs> is he like my alter ego like he just slips over like oh, no. now. Oh. It, it just means he doesn't, it means he doesn't care about you <laughs> oh it's devin plus ken is kevin yeah. No, uh, uh, <laughs> I'll let Devin go first. Um, now I, I may not be the only one on this uh, bandwagon, but I absolutely hate the show with friends. Okay, <laughs> I fucking hate that show. It is the, it, so you get a lot of people who are in the Friends camp versus the Seinfeld camp from full on Seinfeld. Uh, Friends was a bunch of narcissists who did a bunch of, you know, realistically semi-terrible shit, and everything worked out for them. Everything was fine. It was like, oh, yeah, you know, we'll go to the coffee shop, and we'll we'll just, you know, bitch about our problems, and like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, go fuck yourself. But what I liked about Seinfeld is that they were narcissists, and they did terrible things, and terrible things happened to them uh, because of that. Uh, so I could relate to that, because as a person who has done many terrible things and suffer the results of those terrible things i say yeah that's a, that's a good show but uh friends can suck my ass <laughs> <laughs> well Devin, wait wait in line oh. <laughs> well Devin, all i could say for you is uh 
God damn it. Dance like Carlton from uh, Fresh Prince. Like, yeah, get, fuck, fuck off. I don't like it. I don't like the show. I don't want the jingle. Again, fuck my ass. So okay, so we will uh, make sure that we uh, thoroughly suck your ass with with uh, please friends. and thank you. So I'm guessing that you are definitely that's definitely a Team Ross sort of thing to say. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> of course you don't, and that's okay. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, Ken. Um, it's a it's kind of a twist to what you were talking about with sports in general. Cars. I work for a car brand, but I cannot fucking wrap my head around the fact that people have to say Ford is over GM or my my Lambo will do this over yours. I'm like, it's a damn car. You spent a lot of stupid money. You'll make it do what it wanted to do. Everyone messes things up. Uh, oh, I had horrible. Ser- you got horrible service from the guy who decided to change your oil. GM didn't screw you. <laughs> I, I just don't understand it. Like Ford over Ferrari. And I'm just like, seriously, I work for General Motors. I love the brand, but I still look at an F-150 and I go, cool, I drive that. Because I know it probably give me the point A to Z. I mean, that's all I really give a fuck about a car. <laughs> First of all, you shouldn't be attacking the movie Ford v Ferrari. That was a really good film. Okay, that, that was, was a good movie. movie. It and really was. Sorry, movie. yes. And, uh, and that really upset me. Oh. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, that asshole who did fuck up your oil change is a legal representative of the Ford Motor Company. And if they can't get their shit right, then I'm just saying. <clears throat> well... Like- I, I and honestly, I I, I, don't, I also don't get it. Um, I drive a Ford. I don't give a damn. Uh, I could have driven a Nissan or something. It's just what happened to be honestly the cheapest car. Get cheapest. It's all about the miles. Yeah, I'm like, let me. I just want to get to work and not. I, I still want to have money, so I, I don't know. And it's like a Ford Fusion, the four cylinder. And I, I I don't know. Someone's like, well, you should have got the six. You should you should shut the fuck up. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I work for GM and drive a Kia. <laughs> oh well, that says volumes right there. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Dave, did you just give a, a power bump for Kia? Heck yeah! Proud <laughs> Kia owner here. Me and my forte. <laughs> Telluride, 2020 car of the year. You got a Telluride? You Damn. know what? Every car is the fucking car of the year. Have you noticed that when you go to a dealership? Doesn't matter where you go, if it's a Ford, Chevy, Hyundai, Honda, Kia, they're going to say, J.D. Power & Associates, car of the year. Who so they I'm pay guessing, to. I'm guessing J.D. Power & Associates is literally the, like, everybody wins a medal of the car world. No. No, companies pay J.D. Power to do focus groups ah. around their own product, and then out of their dub score, they end up getting, you know, awarded. Look at that, ladies and gentlemen. We all just learned something. We apologize for that. You're not supposed to learn shit. Damn it. And inadvertently, we taught you things. This will be lost again. This, this episode will be lost again. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, I'll go ahead and earmark. This is another Ken episode, so we're just going to get into the garbage can. All right, Joe, we've been waiting for your hot take. I hope you, uh, you upset us all. Um, yeah, I, well, I was prepared to talk shit about... Shit's Creek. Um, however, 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 
<laughs> I did. Well, Dave, Dave, Dave is giving me like some crazy eyes. I know. Right? <laughs> no, I did. I did watch the first episode and I rather enjoyed it. The reason why I was prepared to talk shit was because I'm really torn about Canadian comics in general. Um, and I think this stems back to when I used to watch SCTV on Comedy Central. Uh, SCTV was basically the Canadian equivalent of Saturday Night Live. I watched multiple episodes and I never laughed at a single sketch. It was, <laughs> you know, I, I think I just don't understand Canadian humor. Uh, but I mean, you know, they, they had an all-star cast with, you know, Rick Moranis, John Candy, Eugene Levy, so on and so forth. And the show was just the absolute shits. However, I did watch Shits Creek, uh, the pilot, and I rather enjoyed it. So Dave, you can stop with the crazy eyes now. I did like it. <laughs> um, so I had to go a different route here and I will just come out and say it. Um, Far be it from me to judge, you know, actors and actresses and musicians, uh, given I'm the guy with a shitty podcast. But I just have to say, Maya Rudolph, I don't get it. <laughs> I, I don't get it. She is on so much shit, and this goes all the way back to Saturday Night Live, all the move, all the movies that she's been in, you know, Bridesmaids, um, all all the TV series that she's guested on, you know, whether it be acting or as a judge or this and that, she's not funny. She, she you know, I don't understand <laughs> why she appears in everything. It, it it just boggles my mind. It blows my mind. I'm I'm sure she's a very nice lady, but <laughs> she is, she is not even remotely funny i don't get it and uh <laughs> and it just like and just like dave let us know here in the notes you know uh Kamala harris will will be making a bunch of uh, appearances now on oh, SNL. Yeah. that's right uh, but i i just don't get it i'm like i said Cross I'm, our sure fingers. I'm sure she's a wonderful person i just yeah <laughs> I just, or as uh, that's what I have to say about Maya Rudolph. As somebody I uh, once knew used to say, I'm sure they're a lovely person and their mother mother loves them very much. <laughs> <laughs> and that is all I have to say on the issue. And I think that's time on this topic. So, Dave, how would you score us? Keep keeping in mind that I was complimentary about shit's creep. <laughs> So keeping in mind that Ken actually taught us something, negative 13 Fuck. points for him to start off. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, 94 points for Devin because uh, I kind of agree with you. Friends is a little overrated. Yeah, fuck my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like a ringtone for Devin right there. It's like a text message notification. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Devin's gone. Fuck my ass. <laughs> so I guess this brings us to my topic now. Um, so, um, you know, we've talked in past weeks about some paranormal stuff and whatnot. Uh, we talked about Sasquatch one week, aliens, ghosts and such. Um, so this is kind of a basically, you know, pick your poison question. Um, there's a few different things out there. Um, something that I've always been scared of is something called shadow people. Um, I don't know if any of you guys have heard about this 
phenomenon, but basically it's, people don't know if it's a ghost, it's an alien, it's a being from an alternate dimension, but there's been a lot of accounts, you know, you know, nothing in fact, because it's all paranormal, of course, but of entities that are shadows that haunt places. And, you know, I know that Art Bell on his program back in the day, um, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, um, but he would always, um, Coast to Coast AM, that's what it was called. You know, he, you know, that's something that his callers would always call in about. So here's my question for you. If you had to pick your poison, I'm going to give you three choices here. If you had to live with a shadow person for the rest of your life or be probed by aliens up the ass or if a entity possessed you randomly once a year for an entire day, which one of those choices would you make? And as for me, I'm torn. Um, part of me wants to be probed just to say I did, <laughs> but. <laughs> wow, okay. Okay, all right. I've been feeling sure, care of that for you, Joe. You know? <laughs> uh, it hasn't happened to a lot of people as far as we know, but it's, no. I don't wear a dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, hey. <laughs> I think I would pick the shadow person because at least that would be something fun to talk about. Um, even if it was scary as shit walking downstairs in like the middle of the night and you're greeted face to face by a shadow, um, you know, just glaring at you or I presume glaring at you if they don't have a face. Um, that would be a good topic for conversation you would probably meet some freaky girls um or guys you know you, you know i'm not one to judge here who 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 would be into that and as you say crazy in the head crazy in bed uh man i'm just <laughs> digging deeper and deeper here aren't i <laughs> what the fuck is happening right now on the fuck a shadow person <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think you are our shadow person, Joe. No matter where we turn, there you are. We can't get rid of it. It's terrible. I, mean, I was going to tell you what's that shit behind you, but damn. <laughs> well, I would. Uh, so I would go with the shadow person. And now, because he's the only one who's actually in the dark here, I would like to go with Devin next. Uh, Devin, of those three choices, which one would you choose? Okay, I have a few questions. Probably <laughs> uh, uh, the same I had. Uh, uh, how many times am I getting probed? Once. One one probe. Once. Is it is it confirmed <laughs> painful? Um, I would think it probably doesn't feel good, but I don't. But but it wouldn't kill you. Okay. Okay. Um, and uh, does a shadow person talk back? No. Okay. Um, so. I've got a Natalie and Bruglia uh, uh, moment where I'm I'm also torn. Oh my god! <laughs> You're goddamn right! You're goddamn right! You're goddamn right! <laughs> Shut up. So I could handle a probe. I mean, I'm gonna get a proctology exam at some point. 
it's not that big a deal. Um, also, uh, I can just literally ramble to the shadow person until he just gets fucking fed up. It <laughs> <And> leaves. <laughs> You've told me the same story 17 times. I get it. I get it. Fuck off. And then he leaves. So, you know what? I go shadow person too. I go shadow person. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, see, I, cool. I have to jump in because when you said that, until Devin asked the question about the shadow person talking, I literally was seeing very like a la Deadpool-esque style humor of like a, a weird sitcom where the shadow person suddenly your your roommate. And they're the <laughs> one putting up with you. It's just like, ah, oh, Jesus, man, put your pants back on. It's like, sorry, shadow person, my house, my rules. You know, that sort of shit. But uh, you said they don't talk. They might be a nice roommate that way then. I know that shadow person seems like the the least of all the evils here. However, keeping you know, keeping in mind, uh, you be just you know washing like the dishes, and you turn around and like it's like right there in your face. So so just keep that in mind as well. You know what I mean? It's like it's scary as shit, and you would have to deal with that for the rest of your life. So Joe, we're married. We understand exactly what that is. <laughs> hey, hey. Oh yeah, hold on. Where is it now that I need it? There it is. <laughs> In reality, though, my answer would be just to be, not only to be different, but I think it's novel, is I would be uh, possessed once a year for one day, just because, I don't know, do I remember what happens or no? Um, let's say you do, but, you know, you have no control over what happens. That would be kind of interesting just to experience, you know, just to sort of see what sort of weird shit happens. It's almost like I don't know, VR, I guess, but in the real world, real R, 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 I don't know. <laughs> uh, I feel like that at that point, though, I would have to visit at least five different paranormal authorities and have them verify the fact that I am indeed possessed. And I would be like the Joker, where I'd carry a little card that says, please excuse my aberrant behavior. I'm currently being possessed today. And then it would be like my get out of jail free card for all the weird shit that I do. So, so I mean, it's like... Ken, you look confused. I, I want to hear what Ken has Go ahead, Ken. <laughs> like, did you just get yourself, uh, like, the purge moment for you? Like, this is your... This is, yeah. I'm possessed. I'm allowed to do the purge. No one can... Yeah. <laughs> because I'm the joker for today. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Honey, I swear, I was possessed that day. It's, just, it's the boner found. I don't, I, I don't even remember her. I don't even know her name <laughs> or his oh. name. Hey, you know, I don't remember the goat's name either, but it's all good. <laughs> all right, Ken, what do you say? Do I have a – so I had one question. Uh, okay. Two questions, actually. The probe, do I get the results of the proctopency exam? I mean, do, I, do I get the <laughs> results? It's strictly for the alien Their pleasure purposes. only? Okay. Yeah, correct. Um, do I get to know the ghost that's going to possess me uh, that once a year? I Is it going to be the same that. ghost? Is it the Let's same ghost? Let's say no. Let's argument? say no. Oh, okay. no. I'm going to go with possession. I'll be, I'll be mm. fucking honest. Uh, a, I'm not going to, ha I hate the fact of anything just jumping in front of me out of nowhere. I mean, I'd probably be hitting walls instead of a shadow. Um, I'm going to get a proctologist exam, you know, next year. I'm going to pay somebody. I'm going to get the results. I might as yeah. well just go have fun once a year and, you know, not on my dime. <laughs> Uh, see, make new memories. Yeah, yep. Ken and I, same thing. So it looks like we're evenly split between good ideas and bad ideas. 
Sorry, oh, ours are good. Art, ours are good. Yes, exactly. Uh, real, real, uh, Ken, I, I'm pretty sure that is on your dime. Uh, I think that's your body. That's well, I meant, I meant the fear. The fear of it is gone. Like, if he wants me to go bungee jumping, even though I do want to go bungee, or something stupid, I'm going to get that get out of free jail card from Art. He's going to sign it for me. Um, uh, but at the same time, I'm just going to go, what the fuck? Let's have some fun. Yeah, so Devin, here. Devin yeah, okay. does have a good point where he's saying the proctology exam isn't necessarily on your dime, but it's on your dime piece. So Hey! I almost... Uh, hey! <laughs> I almost, I almost had a different choice instead of uh, instead of the being possessed once a year thing. Um, I almost went with the I almost went with another sexual one. E e e even though the anal probe is not sexual, still you think about anything going up there as you know. Um, oh, the other one I was going to ask was you know if Bigfoot came in your face like like if you had to if you had to make those possession possession <laughs> oh man okay wait 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 that is that is say wait what you came in my face uh this is this it's is like the old it, it's like the vote for bigfoot coming in your <laughs> uh, yeah, like there's a ghost guy. He's like all weird, but like you know, I'd rather just have a, a gallon and a half of just big foot sperm on my face. This is uh... that's a lesser of evil. Give me the sperm. Yeah, this is how I imagine that going. <laughs> and then <laughs> probably smells terrible. Yeah. Jesus, I'm, <laughs> good job, Dave. Bigfoot cocky. <laughs> that, 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 that's actually when all the Bigfoot or Big Feet or Bigfoots, what do you call them? When they actually circle around you, that's when there's a party. Um, Isn't his name Dave? That footage, did they? You know what? There, There is a porno about everything out there. There has to be one with Bigfoot in it. Oh, oh let me tell you. Let me tell you. I am an avid fan of terrible erotica. Uh, and I bought my friend uh, a, a series uh, called Come for Bigfoot. Book one it's an entire series of these kids go camping. This woman gets abducted by Big Feet. And I don't want to spoil it for you. Oh, please spoil it. He comes for Bigfoot. <laughs> well, I, I have something. One. I want one. I need to share with everybody that I'm looking at an article from the New York Times right now that says Bigfoot erotica becomes an issue in Virginia congressional campaign. So apparently it does exist. It definitely does exist. And oh my God. Oh my God. Um, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to go ahead and cut to some video here. Not for all you people listen, <laughs> listening, but you'll get to hear it at least. Let's see how this goes. Huh? Definitely Bigfoot getting it from Oh my god, she is eating Bigfoot's hairy ass. Did she have friends fan? <laughs> this is what the fuck is this nightmare I'm looking at? Okay, it's enough out of that. Shouldn't <laughs> Bigfoot's ass be just a little bit hairier? 
Hey. You'd think so, but no. <laughs> wow. Okay, so real quick, I'm thinking of that progressive commercial where Flo is talking to Bigfoot. I mean, is that the scene? Like, is there a scene probably that actually happened? Oh, that, that might be one of the outtakes, you know? Yeah, that's right, yeah. The blue is the love of hairier God. than Bigfoot. My, my ass is now hairier than Bigfoot's officially. But uh, Joe, Dave. why don't you show us your... Show us your pressed ham. Let's see if we can do an ass hair comparison. Wait, what? I vote no. I vote no. I vote no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. You guys suck. <laughs> Dave, how would you score this, please? Remember, we learned something about Devin. <laughs> Joe, you are getting 20, 20 points for the most fucked up question. Of the- <laughs> <laughs> it was going so well to get to throw in that last moment. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Great. we're Good on job to for you, Joe. <laughs> we are on to Ken next with his topic. Ken, what do you have for us? <laughs> All right. I'm going to bring it down a little. Uh, so, what is the all-time toy that you've always wanted when you were a kid, but to this very day you wish you actually had? Because this has to be a toy that you never actually were able to afford or. Um, wasn't able to ever obtain, but now that as an adult, you're like, you still want this damn toy, but uh, you still can't get it right now because now it's that old. Because you know we're we're old now. <laughs> That's right. Well, why don't you start off and tell us yours, Ken? Laser tag. Uh... I'm talking the vest, the helmet, the gun, the bazooka, the the targets that you saw. Laser tag, the Laser Tag Academy. You know, going around time and going going to save t- to fight dinosaurs and things like that. But I want the original laser tag. Hmm. It's something I think I I realized when I came down here in Disney at 2003. Uh, Buzz Lightyear attraction. It was one of the first rides I ever learned. And I realized that I missed laser tag as a child. I, we never could afford the guns or any of the fun stuff. Uh, I could, we couldn't even afford the, the knockoffs. So, you know, that's why I found myself, you know, enjoying going to laser tag uh, growing up whenever it actually happened or those little <clears throat> shootout games and things like that. But laser tag is the thing. Like I want the damn helmet. I want the vest. I want to, run around in a field with a bunch of my friends and shoot each other that, you know, with a laser. Now, are you, are you talking, Ken, are you talking about the uh, Toy Max laser challenge set where it had like the, the vest plate with like the red dot and the red dot and then the football style helmet with the laser connector there. And then you had the Raymond dart. Well, I got good news. You can get that shit on eBay for about 50 bucks. So today is the day to realize your dream now. I may have to do it then. He's he's already looking. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like, when I got this topic, I was like, "Oh shit, that's really one of the things I've ever wanted." And I've never wanted, never pushed to go do it. Thank you very much for this opportunity. Yeah. All right, um, I can say very easily um, <laughs> uh, the Nintendo Power Glove. And I know Ooh. that it was, I know it was oh. a train wreck. I know it was yeah. garbage and it did not work, but I didn't learn that till later. <laughs> so as a kid, when that shit came out, that was the coolest fucking thing you could have. I remember a friend of mine up the street had the power glove 
but they didn't use it anymore. And I remember they actually cut with a pair of scissors, they cut the cord so that you couldn't plug it in and play with it anymore. And we used it as a prop in some of our movies. But that's as close as I ever got to having a power glove. And I regret, oh, movie The Power, wait, so there's a documentary about The Power Glove? Good job, Dave. I didn't know that. I'm going to put that on my Oh, yeah. I've watched it. You can see, like, people have altered the glove to actually become, like, a musical device and everything. It's a really (laughs) great documentary. I don't know. What was Uh, that 90s movie with The Power Glove? The, the wizard. wizard. The wizard. The <laughs> wizard. It's so bad. Great. How dare you. I hey guys, so stop pissing on my childhood desire. No, no. No, no. That's the first thing I thought no. of, but no, I've no, always no. wanted a power glove. I no, love no. that. The line actually is, it's so bad. Like, I'm not saying that the oh, movie's bad. Oh, it's bad as it, it's awesome. Gotcha. Um, no, no, no. I am not saying that the movie's bad. The movie starred uh, Fred Savage. I don't remember who else, but... Um, mm-hmm. But no, there's a scene where they meet with a kid who has a power glove and like he's showing off, you know, just how awesome like the power glove is. Of course, it's a steaming pile of shit. But but, you know, in the movie, it's showing off how awesome it is. And then afterwards, he just, you know, makes a fist and looks at them and's like, it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. It's so, yeah. it's so fucking lame. Wow. It's, <laughs> I remember that scene. Just to show you how to touch it, and you're sitting there saying Wizard, and I'm like, oh, that must be like another movie from the same name, because Friedkin had a movie just like that, and I was like, I oh, no, that's the movie Sorcerer, never mind. Okay. Um, I would have to say, and I've, you know, one of the reasons I asked Art to go first was because I was really, I had to really think deep about this one, because, I mean, there, there was stuff I did not play with as a kid, but it was more... A choice because I wasn't really into the shows at the time, so you know I never really got into GI Joe or and such. But uh, but but it's but it's not the reason why I I didn't you know that's the reason why I didn't play with the toys such like you know what I mean. I would have to say I kind of prided myself. This is so lame. I I, I prided myself on having most video game systems. So. The one, so, including some. So Dave's roommates. comment was correct. Joe's parents did get him everything, <laughs> some, including some some really obscure shit like the Turbo Graphics sixteen oh, and yeah, like what? the three DO. Um, the three DO. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 I did. Me. I did. I did. Please um, tell me. Please tell me you kept them. No, no, no. Oh. One. They're long. God long. damn it, man! You could have. Oh, fuck oh. you. Oh. But. This I podcast would say, would be completely different. <laughs> I never had anything like the Neo Geo. Um, I never had the, I think it's called the Philips CDI. Um, mm-hmm. Like those are video game systems I did not have. And it's, it's almost like a status thing. I would love to have say that I had them just to say I did. Um, but <laughs> like the CDI is known for having the worst Zelda games of all time, just because you know everything yes. Nintendo oh, yeah. puts out is great. But at that time, they also gave, they also allowed Phillips to make their own Zelda games and they were just, you know, tremendous <laughs> piles of shit. And uh, mostly because if I remember right, Link was portrayed as kind of like a surfer dude. So it was like, you know, it was just really it's stupid. Um, it, it's sad that people think that Link is the uh, Zelda. I know, I know. It's, yeah. Wait, isn't Link Zelda? Oh. See what I did? I actually said it. Never mind, shut up. Whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> 
Devin, what, what do you have to say here? Yeah, so this took me literally zero thoughts. Um, when I was eight years old, uh, I was in love with Voltron. Ooh. Uh, yeah, so... My brother, my older brother, he had the metal individual lion that you could, you know, manipulate and build Voltron. All right, I was like, this is the fucking shit. (laughs) So Christmas comes around, and I go to my grandmother, and she's asking me, what what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, Grandma, I want the same exact thing that he has. I want to build Voltron. I want to make him and, like, fuck shit up and all that kind of stuff. And Christmas comes around, I get this good box, and I have what would currently be a boner, but I'm too young, but it's like an ethereal boner. And so I am tearing this box open, and I'm excited, and I open it up, and it's one single thing, and it's Voltron. And it has some little keypad on the back where you push in like a number sequence, and it moves depending on like what you do and it moves arm up and down and like it probably is cool but fuck that <laughs> i to this day have not forgiven her for putting no. my she's been dead up. for 20 years i'm still mad at her <laughs> <laughs> i hate her guts and so and she's like oh no it's cool you push these buttons and i remember being like this is not what i asked for this is not good. <laughs> this is the worst person of all time. And I remember seeing the hurt on her face and not giving a shit. Be like, no, you, you fucked me over, Grandma. And uh, honestly, I still feel I still feel like, upset and inside of my heart. And I fuck that bitch is, is too hard of a phrase for my grandma. <laughs> Obviously, we can all agree with that. Fuck that I have to tell you, there there <laughs> was a show on a couple years ago where you know, it, it was literally called like Toy Collector or something like that. And, and this guy was going around to different people's yard sales and houses, you know, and, and just buying these these mint toys that he in turn would sell in his store. And like he was it just kills me seeing these toys in boxes and the amount of money that they're going for never being open. Like, um, I, I don't remember its name, but Skeletor's cat, the purple Panther or whatever, uh, Panthro or something like that. It would like, like he literally bought it off this guy for $200. Never opened Skeletor's cat. And, you know, <laughs> he, he's paying $200 for it. You know, meanwhile, he'll probably sell it for like at least, Three hundred dollars, if not more, and it just it kills me seeing that. <laughs> yeah, like, well, it, it's, it's, it's funny because you know Panthro, what you say, Panthro is a Thundercat. Never mind. I, Ooh, I, I don't know. Sorry. Ooh, that's oh. gotta hurt. Oh man, and I pride <laughs> myself my well, well, well. Dave, Google Purple Cat He Man. No, no, watch out. There's porn. That's a porn trap. Don't do it. It's a porn trap. Don't do it. And Dave. let me know if he has a hairy ass or not. Ah, Jesus. <laughs> Joe, your your comment there just reminds me of a topic I think we talked about a few episodes back, just about the toy nostalgia. But what's really getting me is that Je- Devin hit on something that's a totally different topic we have to come up with on another show, which is how shitty kids are. 
and how shit they can be mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you can sit there dude you don't know what the fuck they want just like mm-hmm. i want he-man great i'll go buy you he-man then you buy the actual action figure he-man and they look at you and they're like fuck you old man that's the wrong toy i want a skeleton for it I was like, my son says that say, now <laughs> why didn't you say skeleton that's he-man oh my god yeah kids are the worst like that dude no my grandma's the worst Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right. You're right. This this, this is how fucked up. My mom and my dad got together and bought a regular the the original NES. And actually my brother and I thought it was for us. It was for my grandfather. We didn't actually ever have an Atari or NES until I spent my own money on a Super Nintendo to bring into the house. Oh, that's pretty awesome. That's a power play right there. That Damn is. Right, that was. is so serious. <laughs> like, you don't fucking bring it in. I'm going to bring it in. <laughs> how many lawns do I have? That, yeah. How many lawns do I got to go mow? Yeah, I'll bring it in. That's right. All right, Dave. How would you score this? And what's the name of the damn cat? Uh, Panthro. I was is- right. Panthro from from Thundercats, the guy who built everything. (laughs) Well, yeah, but good for you. That was like from a totally different fucking universe. It's like saying, oh, the Blurk Blurk from the other parallel universe, not Earth. There's one Blurk Blurk. (laughs) Hey, you know what? Bloop Blurk, you're Blurk Blurk. You wanted to rub that in my face. Am I watching Rick and Morty right now? (laughs) Actually, yeah, I am. I am catching up on Rick and Morty. I love Rick and Morty. Okay, so by the way, just Rick and Morty shout out. In the season finale, I love the phrases like I don't remember if it was gloop blurp or whatever. It's just like, and his explanation was, "That's as if the n-word and the c-word had a baby and they were raised by all of, of the." I forget the rest of it, but my God, I laughed so hard. Maybe that's why I don't remember. I was laughing as I was listening to him. <laughs> oh, that's what the bloop blurp means. Dave, what are the points? Uh, I like Devin. Have a Voltron love. My parents only gave me two of the five cats, and I did not create Voltron. Uh, I knew I hated Margaret and Gary for a reason. So yeah. I lost a I lost a Voltron. I think I had a foot in the body, and that was it. <laughs> the piece I missed was the chest. You couldn't do anything without the chest. No, you have the keypad on a totally different figure. So there's that. <laughs> Fuck you and fuck my grandma, all right? <laughs> I don't want to fuck your grandma. You name the time and the place. <laughs> Woman. So I'm giving five points to Devin. My fifth Christmas. I'll never forget it. Is there a hairy I'm going to burn that shirt, man. I want to burn your shirt. All right. Speaking of Devin, Devin, why don't you bring us home and close out this uh, with our final topic? Uh, so the topic I'm bringing to the table is what is the absolute worst job you have ever had in your life. <laughs> well, Devin, why don't you tell us yours first? Yeah. Okay. Well, <clears throat> so I'll start off. The, the first one I had that was probably the worst doesn't really, I didn't work a full shift. So I worked uh, about three hours. I was a telemarketer selling vinyl, well, selling estimates for vinyl siding to just old white people. And uh, no one wanted it. So obviously I was frustrated. They were frustrated. I call an old man. He says, I don't want, I'm not buying what you're selling. And I'm like, hey, man, we're, we're not selling you anything. Free estimate. He's like, I don't want what you're selling. I'm like, sir, we're not selling anything. And then he proceeds to call me 
a fuck bucket, hangs up on me. I take my headset off and say, this is not the job for me. And then I leave. Never received a paycheck, never in any of that. So I don't know if that counts. But uh, probably yeah. the run up to that would be I worked at a movie theater for about a year. And it was probably the worst experience of my life. Uh, I, I spent two months popping popcorn. I reeked of, of popcorn oil. My, like, like the, the, the white press shirt I had to buy for the company was just yellow. So I looked like I was covered in piss. And I just was angry all the time. So they put me in charge of birthday parties, which is a terrible idea for everybody. So I'm in charge of like 30 little kids trying to entertain them with a piss-looking shirt because I'm not buying another shirt. So they say, oh, is there pee on your shirt? And I say, oh, yeah, there's pee on my shirt. And so I chase these children around pretending as an adult that I have urine on my clothes and I want to touch them. So uh, it was not great. Uh, the standard job, we're cleaning up people's disgusting mess in a movie theater. Uh, you guys are animals. Uh, you're disgusting cretins. You just throw your shit around everywhere. I got to clean it up. Uh, the only saving grace is that uh, a buddy of mine and I uh, got really drunk before we came to work one day, which is a great idea. Um, the movie What Women Want was playing in the theater. And I also believe the movie Pootie Tang was playing in the theater. <clears throat> so we would do the birthday party, order two or three extra pizzas, uh, eat a pizza and then go into a theater uh, and just scream the phrase "pootie tang" and then throw a pizza into the theater and run away. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, so you're the son of a bitch who threw pizza on me. <laughs> yeah. So the manager, who was my age, because it's a movie theater, who cares? These two drunk idiots run from one theater into the next theater, giggling like morons, and then. 15 seconds later, some adult man is like, hey, some asshole screamed pootie tang and then hit me in the face with a pizza. And so, um, kind of gets a, all the points. Kind of a bad job. You know, it's a mixed bag. But that's my worst job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Devin, that was wonderful. Thank you. Hey, no problem. Um, I just want to say for producer Dave, he asked if uh, being a producer for a shitty podcast, if it counts as a job. Uh, technically, it doesn't since you're not getting paid. But the minute <laughs> we start cutting you checks, you can put this on your list of shitty work experiences. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Can't wait to put that on my LinkedIn. That you could put it on your LinkedIn. Joe, why don't you go ahead and just, you know what, just send Dave a check for a dollar so we make this official. Yeah, absolutely. Why is it... Well, okay. never have I seen him give less of a shit. <laughs> you can't see it, people. To give money. Wow. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, yeah, fuck it. Why not? I have to kind of agree with what, you know, in the same vein as what Devin was talking about. I one time, you know, you know, the teleworking job. I, my first job, if I recall correctly, after college, um, you know, be, because I was, because I graduated uh, pretty much a few months after September 11th. So, you know, it was not, you know, the economy was not very good at the time. Um, so it was hard finding work. And one of the jobs I could find was at a, a bookstore. And, <laughs> and Dave just wrote in, in English, 
Let the gritty <laughs> edit to find us. You are correct, sir. Uh, and, <laughs> um, was at a bookstore. I was working. I worked for exactly one and a half days at Borders, and I saw the way that you know. And I was not dealing with. You know, I was not dealing with making cold calls and such and such like Devin was, but I mean, you know, uh, just dealing with the with the public was like, like you know, one, you know, they were training us there on the <laughs> ash registers, and you know, it was a little busy at the time, and you know, you, there there was a line, and one lady had to to wait like five minutes before she was helped on because there was a line and she was at the back of the line and she came up and said, you know, it's ridiculous that you made me wait this long and I'm, I'm not even going to buy these books now and place them right there on the counter, you know, in front of this guy. And I was just like, fuck this. I'm not, <laughs> I can't deal with this kind of, like entitlement right here like you know somebody who has to wait in line for five minutes having a cow and yelling at a lowly salary worker because they had to wait that long it was just like like you know if if i had to work there longer than two days i would have strangled somebody so i would say that that was the worst job i ever had and uh fortunately it was a very short tenure ken what do you have to say Substitute teacher, Marley oh. Middle School. Yep. Say no oh. more. We did it. That was easily oh, the, the shortest, the shortest and most concise answer we could ever ask for. <laughs> During September 11th. Oh Jesus Ooh. Christ! Oh <laughs> wow, dude, you were practically a kid. We're yeah. old. We're also old. <laughs> the fact that you could be a substitute teacher when September 11th in that school, and I was over at Anne Arundel trying to get myself back into college. Wow. Yeah, I was back at Anne Arundel part-time. And so George Johnson, myself, Cindy, and George's first major fling, I forgot her name, who's now married, lovely lady. Um, we are all trying to get back into substitute teaching. We had done it a year prior. Hold on a second. I just like the fact that we're trying to get back into it. That's well, yeah. Most so people don't ever try to do that. <laughs> so during that, so, so like right after high school, 99, we all end up getting like a request like, hey, substitute teachers are really needed, yada, yada, yada. So fast forward our first year in college, they're like, hey, we truly do need people. I did two sessions. I did uh, first and second grade over at Sunset Elementary down, the, uh, down off of Mountain Road. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I decided, well, this wasn't for me. I'm not going to do this anymore. I had a really good time, but I, I really need to focus on school. I get a call like at the end of, like right after my birthday, and they're like, hey, can you come in to an interview for a substitute teacher position at Marley Middle? They originally didn't matter how old you were, you can teach every grade one through 12. But then the year, that year prior, they said, hey, if you haven't had an associate's or if you're not over 21, can you please not teach middle school and high school anymore? Because kids were still dating the freaking students in high school oh. <laughs> so i was like well yeah i could come in but i haven't reached the 20 haven't gotten the associates yet can you 
but that, that's okay. Can you come in for the interview? And can you start that day? And I got, what the fuck? I got this because um, my vice principal and Chesapeake Middle, Chesapeake High School's uh, Miss Rose put in a good word for me because I, have, I was the only one in the substitute pool at the time that had any musical theater experience. I became the choir teacher for Marley Middle. So I got fired on Halloween because supposedly uh, some eighth grade brat decided to say I cussed her out and they're gonna believe the, te- they're gonna believe the child over the grown adult and the substitute teacher. As they do. Yep. <laughs> okay. Now, now, wait, I'm confused about something. You said that they didn't want to put you with high school kids because sexual relationships? So originally... He was still dating all the high schoolers and they're like hanging out in the locker room. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, by the way, I was dating Cindy at the time. And, um, but what happened was if you had an opportunity, a vice principal or principal could sign off on you to say, yes, you're allowed to teach here. Uh, with administration approval. But if could I you teach the classes the they're in? Yes. Well, really? at middle school, and not in high school, but middle school was the like the gray area that they allowed. No, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, wait, how wait, could you wait, teach wait. anybody in middle school? How could you possibly date someone who's like... Well, no, it wasn't that. that. They, they, they gave that range, like gray areas middle school of being under 21 and not, not an associates, but you can still teach. But if you were under 21 and not having associates, but you're uh, there in the high school, please don't ever do this. Mm. Hold on. I'm so confused. Okay. Okay. I get it. I get it. They're saying they're trying it's to avoid... It's Anne fucking county. Would you expect? No, 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 no. They're uh, trying to avoid the potentiality of people under a certain age dating people who are like seven years too young. I've seen... Yes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, enough of that bullshit. I, I've seen plenty of pornos where they don't mind if the teacher and students <laughs> sleep together. That's true. And so we've, confused. As we've time. just seen, there's Bigfoot. First yeah. of all, wait, first of all, are you A, saying that I cheated on Cindy, but second of all, do you yes. assume that I brought... Didn't do it. <laughs> she did it with me. <laughs> well, let's see. Um, oh, damn it. Where's my liar clip? Oh, find it. <laughs> it's too many pages of no, she sad bits. God no, she never it. cheated on me. We broke up and then she fucked around. Uh, <laughs> let's just go ahead and put her last name out there so everybody can figure out who she is. I'm just kidding. Let's not. No. No, no. Actually, hey, I, nice glasses. They're a little bit too small for your head. Sorry, like glasses. Yeah. Oh. Produ- oh, blue. Oh, I have those too. Hold on. Ready? This is how blue old we are. Half of the fucking team has blue light glasses now. <laughs> Hold on. Mine are, mine are built in blue light. <laughs> art, art, what's your shitty job oh okay yeah so i'm gonna give you a quick twofer and i'm not gonna belabor each of them so the shortest job which in some ways was that's why it was shitty is because i only did it for a couple days because i just felt i hated the way i felt and through uh, a friend of the show chris i got my first job and only time well not my first job but my first job as a car salesman and my only job as a car salesman Oh, Chris. <laughs> I worked for a Nissan dealership. I was there for two days. I didn't even have a tie the first day. I had to borrow a tie from one of the managers. And I, uh, on, on day number two, I sold my first car. And oh. it was to a person who brought their car in for service. It was a lease. 
and I think they were in the lease for only a year and I turned him around and put him into a new lease. And all I remember is how bad he felt because we pushed and pushed and pushed for him to do this without his wife's consent. And I just remember him saying, it's like, Oh man, I don't know how my wife's going to feel about this. And I felt so bad about doing that. <laughs> and I made the deal for bare nothing. I mean, it didn't make any money, but it was just, I guess they did it as a confidence boost, but I felt terrible for making somebody spend money they didn't need to spend. I quit after day two. Uh, but the truly worst job I ever had was again from another friend who's not on the show. Uh, but it was for a construction company where we did testing for uh, of soil for its, I guess it's a composition and how compact it was, but it was a construction job. So what that meant was I was up every day at four in the morning to go to some job site. And the biggest job I had was at the Washington Nationals Stadium down in DC when they were building it. So I can't believe I'm actually saying this online, but I will say it. Um, I wouldn't go to see a game in that stadium <laughs> ever, coming. <laughs> ever, because part of the job I had was to quality control the pylons for the foundation that they were banging into the ground. There's these humongous 30, 40, 50 foot tall concrete pylons that they're banging at least five to no, about 10 feet into the ground. And we had to judge when it was solid enough by the variance of each pound of how deep it would go. And once it starts slowing down to a degree, then we're like, okay, it's actually really in there. Well, there was more than, I know, there's the time. Uh, there was more than a couple times where I was like, um, this actually isn't there yet. And the construction crew who was doing it, they said, don't worry about it. And they just walked away from me. And I was like, what? Okay. This is going to be exhibit A one day. Yeah, exactly. One day it'll be exhibit A. <laughs> um, so it wasn't, you know what, that, it, trust me, it wasn't the hardest fucking job I ever had in that sense. The worst part about it for me, what made it bad, was uh, the fact that I would go out and I, I drank a lot then, much, much more than I do now. And I would go out and tie one on until 2, 2.30 in the morning, come home, sleep for one hour, wake up, then drive from Baltimore, north of Baltimore, I lived in Lock Raven at the time, all the way down to Washington, D.C., to work on a construction site for eight or nine hours and then come back. It was awful. It was uh, not fun. And uh, Dave did bring up Scopers, which I totally forgot all about. Um, another sales job on the beach, which, oh, yeah, hey, <laughs> Scopers have gone way of the dodo by now since digital pictures took all the rave, right? But uh, was it that summer job? Yeah, it was. The, it was the summer job that I think Dave oh, and I. Yeah. I don't know. I think Dave, did you quit out of it as fast as I? Did you not do it or what? No, I came a week after you guys, and you had already quit that job. Wait, who, who did it with me? Was that Chris? Wait, wait, Chris. Yeah, wasn't you the and other, Chris. You and Chris. Are you yeah. sure? Hold on a second. How did I forget that Chris did that? Because I always thought it was you and me. Because at least you and I were able to like run. Chris can't fucking run. He can barely walk half the time. I cannot picture Chris walking up to people and introducing himself like that. To, well, he you ran pretty you know, well what's with funny, the video though, camera. It, right? But you know what's funny? <laughs> what's funny about Chris is he's a fuck of a salesman. How could he not? That was just not his thing. He couldn't sell scoping for shit. But like yeah, yeah, 20 so hours of work week. for hardly anything. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, well, that was also like what? You take pictures of some douchebags who are at the shore. 
and then you cut them in the real small and you put them eh, whatever it was a stupid business model to begin with anyway whatever i i, I think we're way past time. time here so so dave we're way past score? time um i'm gonna give uh ken the points for this one uh just one point uh <laughs> But, you know, Ken, that was actually my dream job because, you know, my wife is, was in teaching middle school, school choir. I was in <laughs> college. So uh, I could be like, hey, that middle schooler, she's going to be my wife. Can we please cut that? Can we, can we please cut that? Yeah, that was disgusting. That was so fucking disgusting. Uh, oh, God. All right. We did it. Yep, we, we uh, know, did something. <laughs> we yeah. certainly did. This is a really good uh, conversation to that last point right there. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, be for Bukaki. Sorry, say that again <laughs> about Bukaki? Oh, I was just talking about big. I'm sorry, I got wrapped up in the big foot bukkake. Oh uh, yeah, well, Devin, everybody, Devin is now catching up to the chat talk that we have while these shows are going. So uh, soon he'll be talking about the minimum requirements for being a uh, a uh, substitute Bachelor? teacher and so on and so forth because Devin's catching up. Yeah, made a hundred bucks a day. Yeah. Before we let you all go, uh, Ken, Devin, do either of you have anything that you would care to promote or perhaps? not promote after this episode. <laughs> yeah. Ken, could you please give us your mailing address and your last name so everybody can send you a care package? Uh, no. Uh, but uh, if anyone who ever wants to uh, understand the, uh, the shit that I deal with on a daily basis with multiple sclerosis, uh, please give a shout out to MS4MS. They are a local to Joe area uh, and Dave, uh, they actually travel when sports actually do occur. They travel to multiple, uh, they travel to baseball fields promoting multiple sclerosis awareness. Bravo to All that. Right. Thank you for that. And thanks for bumming us out, Ken. Devin, is there anything you can do? It's a good thing. I have it. It's awesome. <laughs> you should be I'm lucky. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Devin, no, is there anything you'd like to promote? Are you saying you you won the lotto with that? Fuck yeah! <laughs> At least I know what the fuck's wrong with me. Other people don't know what the hell that's wrong with them. <laughs> All right, Devin. Well, Ken brought MS to the table. What do you got? <laughs> I mean, like, uh, um, also MS? I don't know. <laughs> also MS? <laughs> and I'd be a dick not to mention it. A podcast oh, I actually was. Have you met MS? I'm that guy. Ah. I've met, I've met, hey, honey, I've met MS. <laughs> she's not here. She's, she's, she's somewhere else. But yeah. also MS. Also MS. Okay. Really? I don't. I, I can't top MS. Oh, okay. He can't top it. He's just going with it. <laughs> okay. So, so good for him. Well, like, hey, like, I don't know. COVID's fucked up. But yeah. MS has like, been here for longer and it's, it's fucking terrible. So, MS. Yep. Well, I think on that note, we're going to go ahead and end this episode. So, uh, uh, Art, is there anything you would care to say before playing us out? Uh, nope. All I have is uh, this one goes out to Devin. Nah.
But for real, thank you, gentlemen, for coming on. It is uh, oh, sorry, Dave was waiting for the clap. He's waiting for the one thing that everybody enjoys in in the uh, in the theme song, and I took it away from him. Um, yeah, well, uh, as as Joe would say, um, not your peoples. I'm sorry. <laughs> and with that, I want to bid you all a fair adieu. Don't Please even... subscribe. Oh yeah, whatever. Click like, subscribe, and if you don't, that's fine. Whatever. Just just come back next week. Okay. We will see you later. I got the blues. I got the blues. I've got the alcoholic. No more beer. No more beer. My heart to cheer. Goodbye with you. I used to sleep for seven. I saw you. I'm still trying to get the image out of my head of Bigfoot having sex, but having a perfectly normal ass that's getting eaten.